Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? AR-15, no more. Anthony Richardson, Florida Gator quarterback, deciding, you know what? Maybe crosshairs on my logo and the whole AR-15 thing, uh, maybe not a good thing. I applaud him for it. I do. People are going to get upset with him for it. So what? I understand completely that you don't want a nickname that's associated with a weapon that is basically known for killing kids. I get it. Good for him. Shows maturity. It does. So now what? We're going to look at that. Also, NIL deals. I just saw a story today. Texas Tech, what, the entire football team is getting twenty five grand per player because of the NIL coalition that they have in Lubbock, Texas, of all places. You know, we've talked about NIL deals, and it's one of these things that you kind of look around at each school and say, okay, they all think their billionaire booster, their big bunny booster, is going to come in and save the day and give them a bunch of money. So we're about ready to get rich. Reminds me how like poor people vote against their economic interest. Each of these schools thinks that you know what I, I really we, we can spend more money and we can get more guys. We, we can we can do this. We can do this. It's fool's gold. Lane Kiffin, the first coach to come out and saying to say we need a salary cap when it comes to this. Good for him. Good for him. Also, Notre Dame letting it be known that you know NBC. Gonna have to cough up some serious cash here, baby. $75 million? Yikes. Per year for the rights to Notre Dame football? Wow. And remember, you're not getting a full season. You're getting home games. You're getting what? Seven games a year? NBC's getting seven games for $75 million. This year, basically the way that contract looked, it's $22 million this year. So what does this mean for Notre Dame? And can NBC afford this? So we're going to look at that as well. Remember, Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Also, Harp on Sports YouTube channel, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, and HarpOnSports.com. Okay. Anthony Richardson. AR-15 is a clever nickname, but, you know, it is known, this weapon is known, regardless, well, I use it for hunting, I use it for sport shooting, fine, this weapon is tied with the killing of kids, just is, it is, it's the weapon of choice, and you can say, well, most handguns kill, spin it any way you want, Newtown, Valde, Pick and choose. It, Buffalo, pick and choose. It's always this weapon. It is. It's always this weapon. And Anthony Richardson, you know, I understand where he's coming from completely. It's like, wait a second here. I'm going to go to the NFL. I'm going to have this nickname. We're branding it, and that's the issue. Nicknames aren't something you get to give to yourself. Somebody else gives them to you. And the more school shootings that take place and the more this weapon is used, the more you want to distance yourself from it. And look, it's one of those things, if you don't, if you're sitting there going, well, I'll no longer support him because, oh, come on. 
There's a bunch of other Allen Robinson. There's a bunch of other ARs out there that haven't had this nickname. Alex Rodriguez. Was he A-Rod? A-Rob? Now, A-Rich, is that going to work? He's going to have to come up with something. Going to have to come up with a different name. A different branding principle. Because this one (laughs) just doesn't work. It just, you you know, I feel bad for him. Because either way here, he's host. Now, the vitriol and the anger is not there as much as I thought it was going to be on this issue. I thought people would attack him and pounce him. Now, never once I see AR-15 did I think, oh my gosh, he condones the harming of children. I, I, I never thought for that for one second. But this is no different than if you use a product or there's a product out there that's poisoning people or hurting people, and somebody decides, wait a second here, I'm going to pull back on this. I'm going to pull back on this. It happens. It happens a lot. There are people that endorse automobiles, and automobiles will have problems, so people are like, oh, i got to distance myself from this. Now, he wasn't endorsing this. This was just a nickname. Nah, we're going we're gonna to cut back on this. So, you know, I applaud him, but what he's got to do next is you got to have something else. You got to have, and this is the one thing I wish he would have done, would have had something else set up. That, okay, I'm no longer going to be AR-15. Instead, I'm going to be AR, boom. Now, what would that be? No idea. And I was sitting here thinking about different things that are AR, and, you know, you're, you go through and you start to look at the list. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's like augmented reality. It's like, oh, oh that's not going to work. What would work? I mean, you have Richardson, you have Anthony, Tony Rich, T. Rich, Richie Rich, but that's not going to work. So Anthony Richardson's big issue coming up is that he's going to have to find something else to start to brand and call himself with because it's not as simple as like, I don't want to be called that anymore. Well, okay, but if it works, it's kind of tough to shake it. You know, Florida, Georgia, for all those years, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. And then they came along and said, well, we don't, you know, the schools didn't like it because it the connotation of drinking, because that really doesn't take place there. Yeah. So they tried to curb it. And in an effort to curb it, they tried to name it the River City Rivalry. Well, that wasn't going to work. Just wasn't. You know, Washington removing the Redskins and becoming the Washington football team. And now the Commanders, will it work? Yeah, over time, Cleveland Indians becoming the Cleveland Guardians. I think that when it comes to school names like that, like when I was going to school at Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan were the Fighting Huron, and then they became the Eagles. The St. John Redmond became the Red Storm, and a generation goes by and people forget about it. But when it comes to a nickname like this and the connotation of the weapon and what the weapon represents and... Just the anger and the vitriol behind it. I, again, I applaud the young man for doing it, but he's got to come up with something. He's got to have an angle. He's got to have some other nickname, and I don't know what that is. AR-15, AR-15. You know what he should do? He should change his number. I know. He should change his number. That's how you get rid of this. Now, is it too late in the game to change his number? Probably but the simplest solution for, I mean, it just is. Anthony Richardson, change your number. Change your number. 
I like 15. I know you do, bud. I know you do. But that's about the only way I can think you get out of it without trying to change your nickname and being ridiculous and, you know... I mean, AR1, AR2, I, it, it just, I don't know what angle you can use here other than changing your number. All right, so there you go. Let's Anthony Richardson. There's that story. I thought it was big. I thought it took some brass for him to do it. The easiest way to change this is change his number. And what he should have done, it, look, when it comes from an advising standpoint, if I were advising Anthony Richardson, what I would have said was, you know what? Let's just change your number. You don't have to worry about being in, 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 you know, if you're worried about the political climate of it, the the way you avoid the political climate of it is you just come in and you go, oh, I'm going to change my number, coach. What can we do? Well, there's other guys that have this other numbers. I know, but I don't want, I really want to change this. If I, be, if I change my number to one, then I don't have to be about worried about AR-15 anymore. I changed my number to one. I wanted a different number. And then both sides never get their teeth sunk into it. Now it's political football. It could be used back and forth. Applaud them for doing it, but they're, change the number. Change the number. All right, from that to this. Uh, NIL deals. Sticking with the SEC, SEC Media Days. Lane Kiffin finally came out and said something that nobody else wants to say, that NIL deals need a salary cap. Teams need an ex, you know an expense allowance that you can spend on teams. You can spend on players. And what happened here with this, and you know, we've talked about this a couple times, just every time this story seems to come up, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Texas Tech, they just had a collective, a group of people that got together and decided they're going to pay each football player $25,000. Well, you know, that's not what this thing was intended for. What NILs were intended for initially were, okay, you own your name, image, and likeness, and you can profit off of it. So you want to go on YouTube and sell videos, you can do that. You want to go sign autographs at a car dealership on Sunday, you can do that. You can make money. That's the cute thing about it. But what happened? You know who ruined this? Schools did. The schools and the boosters ruined this. Student athletes had nothing to do with it. Schools are entirely responsible for it. Why? Because they reached out to their big boosters and said, hey, we need to cough up some money. They're fundraising for the NIL. Schools got involved. Schools took it over. Schools then pay the players or the collectives pay the players under the guidance of the school. It's just dirty. It's a dirty practice. NILs are dirty. Why? Because of boosters in schools, not because of the students. And he's right. You got to put a cap on it. Texas money is different. Texas money is oil money. And record profits. The numbers are going to come out here in the next few weeks. About quarter two, Q2, May, June, July. Or may, excuse me, April, May, June. Gas prices are starting to go down a little bit, but you're going to see exorbitant record profits. Well, what do you do with that money? Well, you donate it to schools, save money on your taxes. Oh boy, there's ways around this, isn't there? Texas is just different type of money. You know, there's other big money out there too, tech money. But oil money is the big money. Oil money, tech money, just different. So... Lane's right. He's right. And, he's a, and he, he, made a, he made a comment about, well, you condone cheating. You're okay with it. And now you want to kind of corral it here a little bit. And it's going to be tough to do. 
that you've weakened the NCAA enough. I have no sympathy at all when schools outspend schools now or this guy steals this recruit for this much money. It's like, you guys set this up. University presidents and their athletic directors are responsible for this. Nobody else. It's not the students. It's not the boosters. It's not you fans. It's not the athletes. It's it's them. It's the presidents and ADs. So who's responsible for it? Because... And you let the door open to the hen house. That's what you did. Then you tried, what you did is you tried to control it. You did. You tried to control the information. You tried to control it. I watch it happen every single day. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Dirty, dirty, dirty. And the only way you can curb it is you come out with a cap, say, all right, each school, you have a limit. You cannot spend more than $10 million on your entire athletic department. Because if you if you notice if you notice this, and this is how they get around it, it doesn't pertain to Title IX because it's not technically the school; it's collectives that are doing it. But the school is going out and raising, having fundraisers for these things. It's just it's a dirty practice. It is it's, it's such an opportunity to be corrupt. And, and let's face it, do, do you really want to know what this is? What NILs are? NILs have made what? All it's done is put a spotlight on what took place and it brought what took place under the table out on top of the table. What took place in the shadows now has a light on it. You ever pick up a rock and look beneath it and there's all the maggots and ants it's like, oh, that's disgusting. Or you ever, you know, ever open behind your refrigerator like, oh my God, this is disgusting back here. You just didn't see it. Now you see it. The NIL is the equivalent of pulling your stove or your refrigerator away away from the wall. That filth and disgustingness is back there. You just never saw it. So what next? If you don't put a cap on it, it's going to continue. It's going to get worse. It's going to get uglier. It's going to get nastier. More money's going to come into play. And look, you separate the haves from the have-nots. I mean, Iowa State can't compete with Oklahoma State and the Big 12. Mississippi and Mississippi State, and this is where Lane Kiffin's coming from, can't compete with Florida. They can't compete with Alabama. They can't. South Carolina can't compete with LSU. They can't. And nobody competing with Texas. Their money. Notre Dame money, but again, Notre Dame money is rich, New York, East Coast, Chicago money. A lot of money. What did uh, Chris Rock say? Shaq's rich. The guy that signs Shaq's check is wealthy. Talking about Jerry Buss. He's like, Shaq's rich. The person that signs Shaq's check, that person's wealthy. There's a difference. That's how I look at it. God, Texas is different. So good for Lane Kiffin for saying it. Nobody's going to do anything about it. But it's amazing how dirty NIL is, and it's all because of universities, ADs, presidents. Whose fault it is. They're the ones that let this happen. For years and years and years, ADs didn't want to get... Remember, they didn't want a commissioner in college football. They wanted to keep the power for themselves. It, it reminds me, it's not exactly the same, but it reminds me a little bit of Major League Baseball before the Black Sox scandal. They didn't want anybody around. They wanted complete control of the owners. And what you find out about this is, like in the NFL, the owners can't govern themselves. That's why they have to have, have a commissioner. They can't take care of things themselves. They're each individually corrupt. Which conference is individually corrupt? And They don't have a governing body. There's no checks and balances. It's the NCAA, but they stripped them of that power. Every time the NCAA does something, cry foul, try to strip it from Mark Emmert. Good luck with this, boys. Speaking of good luck, luck of the Irish, 
Oh boy. Notre Dame has what? Two years left, three years left in their deal with NBC that the way the deal was done, right? It averages out to be about 19 million a year. Oh boy. When payouts in the big 10 are expected to get close to $90 million here in four years. Oh boy. So Notre Dame here is going to be making 22 million this year, just on how this works. That puts them behind every conference, including the Pac-12, in terms of payouts. Now, remember, it's only football. It's only football that they get because they don't have a national basketball contract. You know, those games funnel over to the ACC. So Notre Dame has got a decision to make, and apparently they've made it. They want NBC to come up with $75 million. And if you're NBC, you're looking around going, wait a second here, wait a second here. You know, these television contracts and, you know, ESPN, ABC, whatever, a billion dollars for 10 years or whatever they're going to end up doing, eight years, whatever they're going to end up doing. Um, we, we're only getting one team and we're only getting seven games. You know, you sign up for the SEC, CBS gets a game every week, right? Every week, CBS gets a game. One week, they get two. With Notre Dame, you don't get that because you've got the five road games that they've got to go on. So when Notre Dame plays on the road at Clemson or on the road at Florida State or on the road at Southern Cal, NBC doesn't have the rights to those. ABC does or ESPN or whoever else may have the rights to them. It changes. When they play Navy, doesn't NBC get the... When Notre Dame plays Navy in New York, CBS gets it. See? So... NBC's got a decision to make here. And they're talking about supplementing the money with another conference. The Big 12 is what they're talking Like, we'll supplement it with another conference. We know we want to do the Big 10, but probably not going to happen, so we can supplement it with the Big 12. So what are they thinking here? What NBC is thinking is Notre Dame plays... You're going to see a lot more night games with Notre Dame. You're going to see a lot more primetime games. And the other thing that you're going to see, if Notre Dame plays at 2.30, that's usually their window, then expect a Big 12 game after that. Now, Houston joining the conference and UCF joining the conference and BYU joining the conference and Cincinnati joining the conference. This is where the Big 12 starts to look around and goes, okay, look, we're going to be part of this big NBC deal. We need to get something done. Here's where the Big 12 goes after the Pac-12. Pac-12 should buckle up. The Big 12 and Pac-12 were close to an agreement and it broke off. Big 12 looking around going, wait a second here. We can hitch our wagon to Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame's not going to be a part of the Big 12, but what will happen is it'll be part of a TV deal with the Big 12 in which you will see the Big 12 start to go after Pac-12 schools. If the big, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. If the Big 12 were smart, they'd go after Oregon, Washington, that gets you Seattle and Portland, they'd go get Stanford, and they'd get Arizona State, Phoenix, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. It's three of the top 15 markets with Seattle, San Francisco, and Phoenix. And then it gets you a top 30 market with, you know, Portland. That's what the Big 12 should do. Then you're good. Then you're good to go, well, what about Colorado and Utah? No, no, thank you. Salt Lake City. And Denver's a nice size. D- Denver would work. Try to get into your fingers into that market. It would work, but not when you get Phoenix. Not when you get San Francisco. Not when you get Oregon. Not when you get or Portland. Not when you get Seattle. So we'll see what happens there. What do I think? I think NBC will, I don't think you'll get quite to 75 million, but you're going to get a deal done here. And if it doesn't happen, here's when then Notre Dame joins a conference. And what conference would they join? 
Everybody thinks they joined the ACC. I don't think so. I think no. I think at that point, Notre Dame would join the Big Ten. And the Big Ten will be able to do what they want to do for years. If they get their hands on Notre Dame, they'll still be at an odd number, right? They'll be at 17. They'll be at a weird number. Actually, they'll be at, at that point. Yeah. They'll be at, yeah, they'll be at 17. Notre Dame will be a weird number. And then Notre Dame will do what, or then the Big Ten will do what it's always wanted to do. It'll go get Georgia Tech because then it gets its, gets its hands on Atlanta. It controls the number one, the number two, the number three, and then the number what? Eight media market? About media markets, gang. Not about football quality of program. It's about media markets. Notre Dame doesn't provide you that great of a media market, but what it provides you is a Packers brand. It's like the Packers in the NFL. It's that brand that circumvents TV markets. It's one that can do it. Harpod Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio, network. Remember, follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, podcast, auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. And Harp on Sports, the bar, the YouTube channel. And of course, harponsports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.